Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what do we get into today? Today we played Mario Party for the N64. Mario Party is the classic story of a company that makes playing card games getting into the world of video games so they can make a board game that's actually a video game. Oh, you talking about Nintendo or are you talking about Hudson Soft? <laughs> well, it's a Nintendo. They started off making yeah. playing cards and then eventually made a video game and then made a board game that is a video game, which is Mario Party. Everything comes full circle. And then they made a whole bunch more board game video games. Yeah, uh, there, <laughs> there's actually 11 of 11. The, the mainline Mario Party games, five handheld, five handheld games and a Japanese arcade game. I was going to say, I think that like 11, that has to be a record for most entries in a Mario spinoff. <laughs> like there's not 11 Mario cards. Like that. there's not 11 Mario Karts or Smash Bros or Mario, any sports game. Like 11 of a Mario spinoff is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, this, I feel like this lends itself to that kind of like the Jackbox uh, I think is on an annual cycle. I feel like the Mario Party thing is also mostly on an annual cycle. Um, well, no, because there's what do you say? There's eleven of them. Mostly, it's like a every other year, maybe. Uh, what did this? Been like twenty-two years. Since but handheld ones, though. So there's still eleven. Eleven plus the f- five. That's sixteen. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. There's more. Wait, there's 16? Of the well, there's five, dozen- five handhelds, 11 mainline consoles. I think they took a break between Wii oh, U and Switch. I thought the handheld ones counted. No. <laughs> oh, my god. So you have Mario Party 1 through 10. Then you have Super Mario Party on Switch. And then you have a DS, a GBA, a 3DS. I think there's an e-card GBA oh reader goodness. one. Um, there's like a best 100. So there's two of them on. Games. Yes, there's a best 100. That's another one. Uh, there are two on Wii, one on Wii U, and then I think from Wii U in 2015 to the the Switch in 2018 was where some of that gap ended up. Jeez, holy cow. Yeah, so, so they made a lot of these. You yes, probably played Mario Party. sure did. If you don't know what it is, it's a Mario board game with lots of mini games. Yeah. Now, uh, Jordan, this game developed by Hudson Soft, who is known for franchises like Bomberman, uh, Adventure Island, Bloody Roar, and Bonk? I've heard of Bomberman. (laughs) Uh, And I didn't really dig into it too much, but it sounded like, and I could be wrong about this, I don't really venture into like the more obscure consoles, but it sounded like Hudson Soft was behind the the TurboGrafx-16. Yes, I saw that on the internet this week. Huh? I was like, I didn't know that. So they were off making software for companies like Nintendo, and then they tried their hand at the console space. I, yeah, and there's people who seem to love it, although it didn't yeah. have the most commercial success. Yeah, it's like the Sega Saturn. People love it, but it wasn't a commercial success over here. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, just because something doesn't sell great doesn't mean it wasn't somebody's favorite thing. Right. So digging into the the fun facts a little bit here, Jordan. I love fun facts. Me too. This game originally came out in Japan, December of '98, North America, February of 1999, and then in the PAL regions. March of 1999. That's a pretty small window. Usually, yeah. you know, you didn't have to wait a whole year to get this one. Yeah, yeah. And as we said, there's 11 main entries. Uh, the franchise is still going. You People, I feel like, don't like it as much nowadays as they used to. 
I think so. I'm one of the people who owns Super Mario Party for the Switch, and I had a really good time with it. And my experience with other people who've played it are they had a really good time with it, but it feels so much more limited because there's only like four boards that you can play, and it never got any updates, never got any DLC. It was very unlike the other first party games that Nintendo has released recently. And it's like, where's the support for this game? So I think a lot of people's like hesitancy around it has been the fact that it just kind of feels like it was only halfway done and then mm. it never got any sort of support. Gotcha. So I don't think that like people are done with Mario Party. I think that it's a great concept and a great series. It just, uh, there's something funky about Super uh, Mario Party. It didn't get the the care from Nintendo that it deserved. It's funny you say, I'm one of the people who has Super Mario Party. It's the best-selling entry in the franchise with 12 million copies sold. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, though, because like you just don't hear yes. a whole lot of hype about it. Yeah, I'm, I, like you're the only person who I've ever really heard talk about Super Mario Party. Yeah, and I d- haven't played it as much as I would have liked to because it just doesn't have the same kind of replayability. Well, I feel like you got to have people to play it with and it hasn't really been a great time to play games that's with true large groups of people that's true and the online isn't super great on it you can't actually like play through a full game yeah. and also just like the fact of trying to coordinate a long it's not like you hop in and play one round of halo or something you know yeah you got to kind of sit down for an hour <laughs> right and i did mention uh i started to mention it a little bit 12 million units sold. Uh, Wikipedia said as of December 2014, Nintendo reported cumulative worldwide sales of 39.6 million copies of Mario Party franchise have been sold. Now, wow. when you roll into uh, that Super Mario Party and then Mario Party 10 on the Wii U, that number looks more like 53.9 million units sold for the Mario Party franchise, which is a lot. That's a lot. But, I mean, that was... <laughs> with. 16 at bats like i'm not surprised that they sold a lot but they seem to be uh second best selling one is actually mario party ds nine million sold i have that game i remember being excited for it um i don't remember playing it a lot a lot but (laughs) isn't that funny when you get really excited for a game and then it comes and you just don't actually ever play it yeah yeah i wanted to revisit it but you know it's a ds game maybe for the mario party 2 episode whenever we do that we'll cover a ds game uh no i will cover a ds game in my spare time sounds good to to have a little more information for the the conversation i see what you're saying yeah yeah you got any more fun facts i do i do this is a this is a long one strap in All right. I got a nice Wikipedia quote as per usual. Let's hear it. Now, Jordan, one of the things that's interesting about this this game's Wikipedia page, there's a controversy section. Oh, that's always fun. Did you did you see this? That's more fun when it's on some random video game you're reading. You don't want to ever find a controversy section on your own Wikipedia. (laughs) Correct. Any guesses as to what the controversy section had uh, on the Mario Party's Wikipedia? I don't want to guess because. Um, I, I don't want to infringe on our trivia question for today. And so if it's going to be sure infringed upon, I sort of want you to do it. <laughs> All right. So here we go. It says, uh, in Mario Party, certain minigames required players to rotate the N64's analog stick as fast as they can. Some players reportedly got blisters, friction burns, and lacerations from rotating the analog stick using the palms of their hands instead of their thumbs. Although no lawsuits were filed, 
Over 90 complaints were received by New York's Attorney General Office, <laughs> and Nintendo of America eventually agreed to a settlement, which included providing gloves for anyone who had hurt their hands while playing the game and paying the state's $75,000 legal fees. At the time, providing gloves for the estimated 1.2 million users of the game who might have been affected could have cost Nintendo up to $80 million. I did see that. That was going to be our trivia question today. <laughs> uh, I should have known better. But it's funny. I, I actually have an article here from CNET that goes all the way back to 2002 when they were, they were tracking this um, battle between Nintendo and the New York Attorney General Office. And uh, it says, one kid got a tetanus shot, says Christy Pritchard, spokeswoman for the New York Attorney General. It's like, you wore through like I had like, some N sixty four analog sticks that like the top broke off and there is like a little metal nub so like man that's a bad way to go I mean, yeah it wasn't just this game those N sixty four joysticks were were brutal on a lot of games I yeah. just remember whoever decided to make a hard plastic ridged joystick yeah, right just bad call all around well even when we were playing today like I I was like this joystick we played. It was maybe like 35, 40 minutes into us playing Mario Party. And on my left hand, not even like the spinning the analog minigames, I was like, this, my thumb is not happy playing with this analog stick right now. I've never had that experience in recent memory with the N64, like when we played GoldenEye and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the deal was today, but I was like, this is a the terrible deal, design. Yeah. I mean, the whole, a lot of the minigames just revolve around whipping that stick around as fast yeah. as you can and until you bowl, burn a hole through your palm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a game. What a game. What a game. Um, Jordan, do you just get into what the game did well? I do. I think we are ready to jump on in. What do you have? All right. My number one thing, this kind of ties into a little bit of what we've already talked about, is that I think that this is a great concept. The idea of taking Mario and friends, putting them into a board game, and then just littering the whole thing with a bunch of mini games is a great concept. And I think that that is borne out through the fact that they've made so many of these games. Obviously, yeah. they've made 11 mainline ones and all the spinoffs and stuff. Like, they know that it's a great concept, and you have to give credit where credit is due. This original Mario Party game kicked it off, and they struck gold. I feel like, as you were talking, it just occurred to me that Smash sort of had similar, um, not similar origins, but like this interesting concept yeah. that Nintendo took and did their thing to it, and it came out as this just like really interesting and... I guess legendary. I mean, you could call it legendary. Yeah. I think mm. the the main difference there is like, this is not the best of the 16 plus entries in this series. <laughs> this one's not. There are some people, and now 
not me. I don't think that the original Super Smash Bros. is anywhere close to being the best. That there are people oh, out no, there who no, delusionally no. claim that. No, though. no, no. I've never seen anybody <laughs> out there claiming Mario Party One is the best one. Yeah. Um, but there are people out there who have just some major nostalgia for the first Super Smash Bros. game. That's um, all that that is. It's probably because <laughs> you know there's three Mario Party games on the N64, yes. so you kind of dilute that a little bit. Yeah. So the Super Smash Bros. thing has people just like who love the N64 and that's the only entry so it kind of makes sense yeah yeah um but yeah it's it's a good concept and i feel like just i feel like i'm thinking about mini games like how just the idea of mini games yeah and how it's like well these are fun for the 12 seconds that each one lasts yeah um and there's like what 50 of them I think 49, which if it's true that there's actually 49, that's hilarious. They couldn't come up with one more. I think it's 50. Maybe. I, I wrote down I 49, but I, 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 <laughs> I could be wrong. Is that a typo? Uh, yeah, I was trying to write 50 instead. or 49. Um, but yeah, even thinking about like what it, like coming up with 50 concepts for like tiny things to throw into a single game. And then making it a reality and making it an interesting board game on top of it. I'm like, yeah, I like this. This is this is good. And Nintendo did their thing. And I think it got better in the future because they eliminated the analog rotation yeah. stick stuff, which they, I'm sure we'll talk about. But They definitely learned their lesson. Um, yes, I agree with you. It's a good concept. I also put down the mini games. Now, not all of them are excellent, but the fact that there are... are 50 of them and that many of them are a good time yeah and they're simple so the good thing with the mini game is you're right you want it to be quick you want it to be simple and you want it to be competitive and we definitely had moments where like it came down to the wire you're yelling and screaming and it's like man that was a good burst of energy now back to the board game and yeah. uh yeah i mean not all of them are winners but there was enough there that it was a good time yeah that's it <sighs> I I think now I'm intrigued to play more Mario Party. Yeah. After playing some of these mini games going like, did they did they sort this out at all? Yeah. We'll definitely have to play Mario Party 2 at some point because that one is the one that I know even today many people claim is like the definitive best one. They took all the lessons they learned from this one, put it into that one. Um I have played that one more recently because that's one that I I've, I've played with some students and mm. it's it's still a good time today. So, yeah, we'll have to play some more Mario Party in the future. I'll have to see if there's a YouTube video that, like, unpacks this franchise. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's about 15 different YouTube videos yeah. you can watch that unpack this franchise. Or maybe all we need to do is play Mario Party 100 or whatever on the DS and just see, just play the top 100 Mario Party mini games. There you games. go. <laughs> Which even that, like, imagine if your band's greatest hits was, like... <laughs> The top like four or five discs or something. It's like, what? How? Really? I mean, you got to have enough to make it worthwhile. Yeah. I also have that lots of mini games is what the game does well. Um, they definitely repeat, but there's there's different ones. There's like, what, 1v3, there's 2v2, there's everybody for themselves, there's solo mini games. Yep. Um, there's a lot of variety. And as we were playing, I discovered that the color of the space that you land on determines sort of what the mini games shake out to be. Yeah, I played a lot of Mario Party and I never noticed that before. I don't know if they pulled that forward into future ones and I'm just like oblivious or, you know, if this is something that 
only happens in this game. But if you land on a blue square or circle, I guess they're all circles. Um, you know, say that three people land on blue circles and one person lands on a red circle. That's going to be a one v three game. If everybody lands mm-hmm. on blue, it's going to be you know a four player game. If two people land on blue, two people land on red, it's going to be two v two. And I have no idea how I didn't notice that before. But that is an interesting way for the game to randomly decide what kind of mini game is going to be played at the end of each round. Yeah, and speaking of like sort of how the game is structured slightly, there's items that you can use in this game. And so we were kind of confused. Like sometimes you would hit a block and you would get the number of coins that you rolled. And it's like, why are you getting coins? Um, I guess we should probably unpack uh, how a game of Mario Party plays out for anybody. Yeah. Um, After I finish this point real quick. Uh, But you can tweak, like there's items that also tweak how the game is played. And uh, I thought that was interesting as well. But a game of Mario Party, basically it's a board game and you're rolling a dice and then... You're trying to get to a random location. I don't know if it's random. It might be random. But you're trying to get to a location on each board where you're collecting stars. And then on some boards, it moves after the person collects it. So you're getting coins based on the colors of the the, spi- the spaces that you land on. A blue space normally gives you three. A red space takes three coins away. And then there's like boo ghosts where you can steal stars from other players. And after a set number of turns, the person with the most stars ends up winning the game. Well, theoretically, there are also bonus stars. So you end the game and everybody has however many stars they have. And you might be in first place, but then they give out some bonus stars for who collected the most coins or who won the most mini games or who landed on the most question mark spots. Mm-hmm. And then the star total is tabulated. Yeah. And you may have moved from first place to last place as it, after all is said and done. Yeah. And we may be talking about that later on the show. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the general gist is it's a num it's a set number of turns and the person with the most stars wins the game. Yeah. And then there's a lot of tomfoolery along the way. There's Bowser's, there's traps, there's, uh, Bowser's exclamation point <laughs> things. Those are traps. No, the question marks usually trigger a trap. The exclamation points let you like try to steal coins from somebody. Uh, well, all right. Oh, you're talking, there's a reversal thing where you can steal stars or coins. Yeah. Timing is is key. The computer just happens to be really good at stealing stars. They are really good. <laughs> How convenient. You can set the, the difficulty of the computer. Normal, easy, hard. Set the number of turns from... 10. T- no, 20. Oh, sorry, 20. 20 to too long to way too long. Yeah, I think it was 20, 35, and 50. Yeah. 20 is a, still a long game. I think it was about 40, 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. The shortest one is about 40, 45 minutes. Although I think that also depends on the board because we played... Yeah, that's true. Uh, we played two games. The first one I feel like was like an hour. The Donkey Kong one yeah. definitely took longer than the Rainbow Castle level. Yeah. Speaking of the different boards, that's another thing that I thought that this game as well. There are eight different boards in this. And again, coming from my most recent Mario Party experience being Super Mario Party, which only has a small handful of boards to going to this. Like, man, they could have kind of phoned it in. And this being the first entry of a Mario Party game, they didn't need to give us eight different boards. But they did. And they set a a high precedent. Um, And I thought that was that's pretty amazing that they had, you know, if you have 50 games, then you have you know, eight boards. That's a lot of stuff going into a game that could have been mm-hmm. a lot simpler if Nintendo wanted to, you know, kind of cut some corners. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of 
saying like there's 50 mini games and like what does it take to design 50 mini games and then on top of that eight board there's a lot here it's yeah. just it's way more than just a basic like collection of mini games um and there's like hints towards secrets on the maps that we didn't really like get to discover at all yeah there's stuff that encourages you to play the same boards over and over and kind of learn uh some secrets and learn the best paths to take and all that yeah yeah um another thing that i liked this is kind of a a small like nitpick thing. Um, but when it's your turn, you can sort of view the entire board. So the, some of the boards have branching paths and if you get to a branching path and you're like, well, I've got six spaces left to move, you can actually zoom out and see the entire map. And I thought that, I guess what I'm trying to say is they made the board game concept work really well for an N64 game. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised by that. Yes. I also agree. I, I like that a lot. (laughs) <laughs> do you want to know what the last thing on my list is of what this game does really well hmm. do i want to know yes yeah. yes i do so this is <laughs> this might sound kind of strange but the animations and design <laughs> in this game are hilariously bad you can tell that nintendo kind of let hudson just go and do their own thing because the character models do not look like Nintendo classic character models. Everybody's faces are kind of strange. The animations and movements are kind of funky, but they're not, it's not a bad thing. That is a good thing because we were just dying (laughs) laughing. If you go back and play this game and you have played a lot of Mario stuff, you're going to just be cracking up because the animations are so awkward and strange. Yeah. It's like, it's it's like you look at the character models and they're like 10% off. Yeah. They're just off enough where you know something doesn't quite feel right. It's like the uncanny valley. <laughs> it's like the legs on Luigi are just a little too long. Yeah, he's uh, like definitely it's definitely like Waluigi wearing Luigi's outfit. Even like the voices are all wrong. You can tell <laughs> that they like, "Oh, we should we hire another actor to come in and do the voices?" Like, "No, we'll just have Charles Martinet do all of them, including Princess Peach." Yeah, it's like the same <laughs> the same voice actor to Mario, Luigi, and Peach. It's like, oh man, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I guess it's what the game does well. I mean, that, that brought me just... a lot of joy. I was cracking up playing it because, like, they would just be like, "There's a limbo game," and like, Yoshi just bends in half. Like they're like, uh, yeah, should yeah. we actually like draw a sprite of him looking correct? It's like, no, I'll just bend this one at a ninety degree angle. It yeah, looks hilarious. Do you think this dinosaur could like <laughs> limbo <laughs> backwards under this? It's like, no, no, what's going on here? Um, so I guess what the game does well in twenty twenty one is. <laughs> I loved it. It's not what it did well in in nineteen ninety nine. It's like when you it's like when you watch a movie that's so bad it's good. Like, yeah, this animation is so bad it's good. Yeah. It just it's like it's one of those things where occasionally these like third party companies take on a franchise and you can tell that it's not like the original like in-house developer that did yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And this is one of those cases where you're just like, yeah, this just something is making me uncomfortable here. <laughs> <laughs> I love whenever the characters turn and look right into the camera and oh, like, break the fourth wall and their faces are all just like so deformed and strange looking. <laughs> They all have this like deal with it kind of face sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, I don't have any more points, Jordan, for what the game does well, but I will say that this game is fun with with friends. Like it's it's fun. 
yeah you, you're probably not gonna go play this one by yourself well you could go and play against three computers the fact like the the fun of this game comes from being with a bunch of people and you know jockeying for position and stealing stars from each other and you know all that kind of stuff it's, it's a little bit less fun to steal a star from a computer player there's yeah. just not that same sort of like gotcha type yeah of it's like it's it definitely has that sort of like where we were playing the skateboarding game or like neck and neck and screaming like being pumped about winning and, yeah you know wanting to punch your friend in the face when they give you bad advice every game why would you ever take somebody else's advice when they're playing against you because i was in last place and i had the most coins well you had one thing i just needed you. some help i needed some help and then i was in what what did that did i end up in last place on the the second game that we played I, got I was like winning most of it <laughs> yeah you you lost our second game i lost our first game but i did win our second game which was great yeah. i felt really good about it was that. a it was a bad beat on the second one i got my stars stolen from me Ugh. my friend i was like i i'd switched bowser into toad when i was about to get a star from him and then jordan comes up from behind and switches it back or snuck right s- in there and got a star me so I'm saying you got to play with a friend. You, if you're playing against a computer, yeah. none of that stuff means anything. It's just like, yeah. oh, the computer did something. But when your friend does it, man, that's a memory. I feel like it's just a chore and you play this one against a computer. Yeah. All right, let's move on to what this game doesn't do so well. Jordan, the first thing that I have that I think that the game doesn't do so well is I really wish that there was a fast forward feature in this game. Um, yep. With us playing against the computer, I I found myself kind of checking out, waiting for my turn. Yep. And it was like, even when the computer is getting into solo mini games, it's like, why do I have to watch this solo computer? And it's like, can I just 2x the speed? Like, you're a computer. I know you can do it. I can play Pokemon on Pokemon Stadium at 2 and 3x speed. Like, I know this system is capable of speeding things up. Yeah. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of downtime in Mario Party. Yep. And I was trying to not... I was thinking about playing, like, board games with friends, and it's it's sort of similar where you're just sometimes waiting for your turn. But it's a video game. I wish I could fast-forward through the stuff that... Or even just move up their speed around the board. Yeah. That, that's exactly this was my first point too is that it's so slow um when whenever uh npc is talking it's slow whenever the camera is moving around the board it's slow when the characters are moving they're slow um getting into mini games is slow just that yeah the game needs to be faster and i think that that's definitely something that they optimized in future versions yeah where um you know the part of that you're right is inherent to playing a board game and you're always going to be waiting for your turn but there's just stuff in this game that takes way longer than it needs to. Yeah, yeah. What else? What do you have? Um, so we talked about the mini games, and I we I love the idea. It's what makes this game so fun is that it's not just roll the dice, move around the board, but you have the mini games that let you, you know, get coins and steal coins and all that kind of stuff. But they definitely had not mastered the mini games at this point. With yeah. all the future entries, you know, they got a lot of experience. Just the fact that a huge part of the lore around this game is that most of the mini games hurt you. It's not great. 
Um, they like they they obviously realized spinning the analog stick bad idea. Um, future games have much more fun mini games, mm-hmm. and even like Pokemon Stadium, I felt like those mini games were, <laughs> were more fun. Uh, so they're there. There's a lot of them. Some of them are good, but they just hadn't quite mastered it. This is just another place where you can see this is the first in the long line yeah. of a series and they hadn't quite mastered what they set out to do. Yeah, for sure. You touched on my second point, which is actually spinning the analog stick was a great thing for the franchise to get rid of. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about the, the controversy of it. Uh, and apparently I also saw that Nintendo eliminated this feature, didn't release this game on like the Wii Virtual Console and Wii U Virtual Console, I think because of the analog stick feature. I don't know if that was the explicit reason, but they didn't release this game yeah. on virtual consoles. Um, and it's like, I, I, what was it? The last game that we played was a, a rowing one where you got to yep. spin and I just, I set my controller down. It was three on one. I was like, I'm not, I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. Yep. Um, the spinning the analog stick is like horrible. This game is so frantic for certain mini games. It's one thing if you're like mashing the B button, but it's almost like with this analog stick stuff, you can't help yourself. Yeah. But to try to destroy your hand. Like you try to do it with your sleeve. I tried to do it with like a blanket and it was, it's still just a problem. You're hitting the, the start button to pause the game randomly. Yeah. Um, it's just a horrible mechanic. I love that Nintendo's solution to this problem was to mail everybody weightlifting gloves. <laughs> like you can actually go online and see the gloves that they mailed to people if you yeah. requested it. Um, and it's hard to find them. They're not really out there. But part of that is because it wasn't like Nintendo brand or anything. They just bought weightlifting gloves that were like fingerless. That's hilarious. Thumbless gloves. And it covered your palm and let you, you spin the stick. But that's not even the only thing is that it hurts you. But I had the problem. I kept hitting the start button when yeah. I was trying to spin the stick fast. And so you're in the middle of like a frantic mini game and I'm trying to spin the stick and I keep hitting the stop button or the, the start button, which stops the game. Yeah. Didn't love that. Just I, like every time it was, I don't want to do this. And it's not even, what was it? There's the tug of war. There's like the, the rowing down the river. Um, I feel like it, it was not like uncommon. No, there was a bunch of them. Yeah, and it's like, why, why, why did what were you guys thinking? Like, I mean, did you even? T- it's play one of those things where it's like a simple. Yeah, that's the thing is they you if you play tested it, you should have realized like it didn't take long. One of the things I read on that the the statement from the New York District Attorney or whatever was it said that um, some kids got burns on their hands in as little as twenty minutes playing this game. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I could I could tell immediately. I mean, like I was like, I'm not. This is not going to go well. I'm not going to do this. I remember getting blisters playing this game as a kid. It's part of the part of the lore of this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good. I have another thing that I didn't love about the mini games in this game is that they come up too often. So there's a bunch that we didn't get to play because the same ones kept coming up. It's like, come on. I know that you want to have like pure RNG or whatever, but like tweak it. So if a game hasn't come up in a while that it will come up, I I don't want to play the same five games over and over and over. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Part of it is hard because depending, like we said, if one person lands on a red space and three people land on a blue space, then you only have, I think, a list of like four or five games of the three I don't, on I one. I think there's and, more than that. And I know you can actually like buy additional games in the shop. And so, but we had most of them unlocked. So it wasn't that. It's just, you're right. Like, yeah, you keep getting the same games. And part of that is, 
even with 50 games, that's actually a lot less than future entries in the series. I looked and most other games had like 65 to 70-ish. Mm. And the newest one, Super Mario Party, has 80 different mini games. Well, that's what you know, what do you need eight boards for? Got 80 mini games. I know, but like it's like so eight minutes of content. They added they added the most <laughs> games of any entry in the series, but then reduced the boards. It's like, man, even like just bringing back some old boards like would have that have been yeah. that hard to like just do throw some new art on some old boards <laughs> maybe it's nintendo know. i've never developed a game at that level so i have no idea but i mean <laughs> come up with more than four boards if you're gonna charge 60 bucks for a game we're not talking about super mario party we're talking about this game but super mario party does have a lot more mini games and i don't feel like they come up as often this one just felt like you were playing the same games over and over yeah yeah for sure it doesn't and i mean I don't know. I do. I do feel like, um, for as many mini games as are in here, it felt like there were not as many as fifty. Yeah, I think that that could have just been bad probability because there was a lot of times we would get a list and we'd see new games and then it would land on the same one that we've played a bunch of times. Yeah, like we did the bobsled one like three or four times. Yeah. Why? Why? And that one was on a list with only two other games, and we still kept getting the bobsled one. So that was frustrating. What other ones did we get a lot? The coin, uh, tug of war came up a f- couple times, two, three times. That was annoying. The the uh, rowing down the river. Yeah, that was three times. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. We it's definitely a, didn't get problem. to play the majority of the mini games. The flags. The the. Uh, oh, shy guy. shy guy says. Yeah, shy guy says. Which that one's fun. That was fun, yeah. Um, Shy Guy holds up a flag, and you, you have to hit A or B really fast, but sometimes he he tricks you, and he lifts up a, the wrong flag. Two flags. Two flags, and then he puts one down. Yeah. I like that one. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan, the next thing I have is I feel like the game doesn't necessarily reward skill because at the, at the end of the game, like it randomly assign It doesn't randomly assign but it throws stars to like the person who got the most coins or the person who landed on the most question marks yeah. things or the person who landed on The last one is who won the most mini games which I think you know that one actually okay, you fine. should get a star yeah but it's like the coins are are sort of rent it doesn't I'm somebody who likes to win something based on skill and the RNG feels very heavy in this game and it feels like it's hard to, like stealing a star from somebody else is something that you basically have no control over. Okay, here's where I'm going to disagree with you. And this is the thing. I love board games. I think I actually love board games more than I like video games. There is <laughs> a, uh, a concept, if you will, in board games called take that. And take that is like where I steal a star from you and there's nothing you can do about it, Mm -hmm. or I knock you back to the beginning of the board, and there's nothing you can do about it. And there are some games that are just 100% take that. There's a a popular um, take that game called Munchkin, and the whole thing is about just screwing over people, and everybody in the game can gang up on one person. Yeah, People don't like take that when it's like that's all there is. And I, I like it as a concept. I think it's a lot of fun. But it has to be balanced with skill. And mm-hmm. so I think that Mario Party actually does a really good job of pairing the mini games, which are a lot of times skill based, with Take That, which is just like total randomness and um, wackiness that kind of mixes things up because it kind of like levels the playing field a little bit. 
And uh, I don't know. I like that. But I know that there are a lot of people who don't want any take that in a board game. And it sounds like you would be in that camp. Not necessarily. Uh, And some of the mini games, like, I don't necessarily think that there's a lot of skill to the mini games. I don't think think that they're so polished and tight that you really feel like you can get good at the one where you're slipping around the flower up top. Or, for example, in a three-on-one minigame, that exact, what is it, coin shower or something, where coins are dropping onto a flower. There's one player on top who's collecting these coins that on this thing that's like tilting. And the three players are, the three other players are on the bottom in boats collecting the coins that the top player doesn't get. And it's like, what are you even really supposed to do with a game like that? Which the chances of getting that game are basically completely random. Your dice rolls are effectively pretty random. Yeah. Like you're not going to time. Although in this game, if I, if I remember correctly in this game, you actually can like the dice rolls on a consistent basis. So you can actually like time your jumps. Whereas in the more recent ones, it's completely random. It doesn't matter when you jump. Yeah, it's I mean, random. fine, it's a dice roll. It, sh- it should be random. But it's at the same time, I feel like I wish that there was... It, I wish it felt like my skill played more of a role in my results. And sometimes this game doesn't feel like that. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see how that could be frustrating. I think that it's a pretty good balance, but I also understand that that is a thing that is frustrating to people in a lot of board games. This game feels like a, a blue shell every few minutes. Uh, no, no, I, I don't know if it's that bad, but granted it would be more like if you get to the end of a, of a Mario Kart cup and they have everybody up on the platform and then all of a sudden blue shells come shooting out as it somewhere and it's like, here's a, here's 15 points for the person who hit the most bananas. Here's 15 points for the person who did the most laps backwards. Yeah. So yeah, it would be something like that. I mean, it does feel good. Like I was in last place for most of the, the first game and then I, I don't know if I came in second or whatever. Um, but it's like it, it also provides some nice rubber banding. Yep. Uh, to keep it balanced. But at the same time, it's like it is the blue shell in Mario Kart. Like, do you want it or do you not? I kind of don't. See, but at the I'm same all time, for it. I'm also the kind of guy who, when we play Smash Bros., I want all the items on. Come on, play with yeah. the items. It's fun. It's funny. I'm the battlefield, no items kind of Smash Bros. Yeah, that's boring. Enthusiast. Boring. Well. I mean, it's tomato, tomato. Uh, it's, it's a mado, a mado, tomato, a <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. From Kirby. Yeah. It's a tomato. It's a, it's a, it's a, like 50 damage. It's a mado. You know what's funny about you thinking that those are matoes is I, in my brain for a long time, in Star Fox, the bombs, Yeah. they're called B-bombs to me. <laughs> B-bombs. Just B-bomb. It's, not, it's, it, it's, a, it's an item with a B on it, which stands for bomb, I assume. Oh, B bomb! I got so you. I, I, they are B bombs. Do you think the fact that the bombs in Mario are called B bombs had anything to do with that? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> what else do you have? Um, I don't have anything else. I mean, the game being slow and some issues with the mini games are really my main issues with this game. Um, mainly because it's not like there's 
a ton else going on. I mean, they yeah. they took a concept that's pretty simple and they executed it well. Um, it was a great start to a franchise. I think that there was a lot of room for improvement and that future entries did improve. Yeah. But I don't have a ton to complain about with this one other than the pace and the mini games. Okay. My last point is the lack of RPG elements. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. But that's not actually... I don't know if you're joking or I, not. I, I am joking. Okay, I was gonna say in in Super Mario Party, you actually kind of have. Have you ever played a dice building game? Uh, n- no. So there's board games that are deck building games, right. whereas you play, yes. you're creating a deck. But there's actually, I I think that it's a newer genre, but there's I've seen more and more of them uh, recently. Dice building games where you have dice and you can like put in different sides and like upgrade yeah. your dice. And in in Super Mario Party, which I haven't played in a while, but I remember different players having different dice and you can mm. get items that would affect your dice so that maybe you'd have more higher numbers. And so there actually was some of that. <laughs> They've added some of that dice building into the newest entries. I just wish I could give uh, give Peach a little more strength and stamina. Yeah. Um, was, no, I, I uh, my last point is I wish that you could actually eliminate games from the rotation. Kind of like oh. in Smash, how you can customize the items and like the stage yeah. selection stuff where it's like... In Smash, you literally can customize what stages are in the rotation when you hit the random button. And I just wish that there was a way in Mario Party to say like, hey, I want to take out all the analog stick games so those never come up. Um, That sounds vaguely familiar. I think that they may have done that in future entries. It would make sense. I mean, it seems obvious, especially it's like, well, this game's not fun or it always favors the computer. Yeah. Um, Because the computer clearly... It's hard because it's like the computer obviously knows what's going on. So they had to program stupidity into the computer's behavior. Yep. Um, and so you're like, oh, you just ran to that square in the, the matching game and then you didn't turn it over and you ran to another one. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's something. What is happening here? Yeah, it's a little funky. The AI yeah. is not totally mastered. Yeah. But I mean, what, are you, what can you do? Yeah, I mean, it was like, what was it, 1999? They tried their best. 1998 in Japan, Jordan? Oh, yeah, good point, good point. Um, uh, but that is all that I have for what the game doesn't do so well, Jordan. All right, let's move on. Jordan, what would you pay for the experience and the experiences you've had with Mario Party? Oh, man, this is so hard because, like I said, this is an awesome concept. I love the idea of Mario Party. I played it a lot growing up. I really was hopeful for Super Mario Party, and I will buy the next entry if it um, looks to have solved some of the issues there. But... I don't have a ton of interest in playing Mario Party 1 when there are so <laughs> many other options. Yeah. Like, I hope that people listening to this are like, man, Mario Party's a great franchise and I want to check out some other games in this series. Yeah. But I don't know that Mario Party 1 is really the place to go. Yeah. Um, and even like Nintendo not like putting it out on Virtual Console, I think they know. It's like you're not really missing out on a lot. It's not like there's story here. Or <laughs> oh, like, yes, there is, Jordan. Well, okay, but it's not like 
it's not like uh, you know skipping Super Mario Bros. One or whatever and like missing out on a, a big part of like the history of the game. Yeah, I don't think that really enough. applies here. Yeah, so. It's hard because, like, I had a good time with this. I have a lot of good stuff to say about it. I think that it, it, you know, laid the ground floor for a franchise. But I don't really have a whole lot of interest in this specific game because of the successful franchise that came out of it and how all of those games improved on what this one did. I just, I just had a thought based on the story of of Mario Party, and it's like everybody is arguing about who's the best. And they just need to figure out who is the superstar. Yeah. And this basically is them all agreeing to a game of Jumanji. Yeah, exactly. Which is like terrifying. Why? Why would you agree to go to these (laughs) maps where a bunch of horrible things are happening to you the whole time? Nobody really ever gets like hurt though. I mean, it's it's Nintendo, but they do faint. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they get squished. (laughs) They drown. They, they don't drown. A blooper always comes in and saves them. They get pulled into a pit with a piranha plant in the middle. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. They get poked by spears. All right, you're right. Okay, there's actually... <laughs> this is a horrifying thing now that, you, now that you're starting to put you it... You fall like, off a bobsled course. The, the prize that you win does not really seem like sufficient <laughs> for the risk that you're undertaking. Yeah, it's a game of Jumanji. Um, anyways, yeah, I don't, I don't have a ton of Mario Party nostalgia, uh, clouding up this one. I played it a little bit as a kid, but I don't really feel like I'm like, oh yeah, man, I loved Mario Party as a kid. Yeah. Um, this was not one of the games in the rotation with, with my friend group. Um, but I feel like there's still potential fun here and it's almost like I would like to revisit this game with the wives involved and um like it'd be a fun four-player game it would but like why if we were going to do that i would say dan you have a copy of mario party 2 sitting on your shelf right why right. would we not play that instead let's, let's just pretend like that doesn't exist for no a but we don't need to or pretend. Jordan, there's no point when Jordan, 16 other versions listen, of this exist if your wife was here and she was like i loved mario party one she wouldn't say that if she did because she's an n64 fan Okay. Um, but if that was the one for her, I feel like this is such like we we're like going out maybe. of our way. To, <laughs> it's okay to say that skip this particular one and play almost any other Mario. <clears throat> Listen, I'm saying that this one's worth fifteen dollars to me. I can't. No, I can't. Like, I, like I'm saying, take your fifteen dollars and buy a better Mario Party game. Uh, what if that's not possible? Oh, goodness. (laughs) All right, all right. Okay, I'm in now. I'm in now. If, like, the option is you can spend $15 and get this Mario Party game or, like, you know, you have to spend, like, 30 bucks to get any other one and you want to introduce some friends or your kids or whatever to Mario Party. Keep going, Jordan. Sure. Buy this one. Um, I guess if it's, like, the cheapest and only one you can find. Because it's not bad. It's not like so bad that you should completely avoid it. Yeah. I'm just saying there's way other there's way better Mario Party games that won't burn a hole through your palm. So you're saying don't pay you wouldn't you're not paying money for this one. No, but it's not a reflection of this specific <laughs> game, but rather a, a acknowledgement that there's fifteen other games in this series that I'd rather play. I like how we've gone from like two dollars on games to just you being like, nah. 
It, I'm just I'm saying, just, like, not. that's me. I'm telling you right now, I would not buy this game. I have a copy of Mario Party 3 in a box in my office that I could go play for free. So, And I have Super Mario Party on my Switch at home. I mean, if you would, I would love for you to just donate that Mario Party 3 to Dan's collection. It's not mine. It's, it's work, so I can't oh. give it to you. Well, maybe we can work that out. Uh, Jordan... <laughs> <laughs> Just donate it to a good cause. The Worth It or Worthless Foundation. <laughs> <Is it a laughs> the foundation? Worth It or Worthless Retro Game Collection Foundation. <laughs> For the kids. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That's a that's a great donation for the kids i mean it's already for the kids like literally kids play it so that's yeah that's for. but imagine how much more it could be for the kids if we did a for the kids event with mario i Party mean we 3. could borrow it to use for something that's fine Fine. Well, all right anyway all right. i'm not buying this all one right. because there's better mario parties yeah, out there right anyways uh i'm saying 15 bucks what do you think this one's going for well you kind of like i feel like charting. i feel like they're probably all stupid expensive just based on your little hints you just gave me i want to say that this one's going for like 35 dollars you're, you're very close. This one's 37. Hey, I was close. 37. Yeah. Uh, Pal Region, we got $45. Of course. Um, however, I have good news, Jordan. What? The Japanese version's worth it. But there's so much of this game where you need to be able to read the text to understand <laughs> the. Well, mini-games. not anymore. If we imported the Japanese version, we could just play it. We wouldn't even need to know what's going on. No, but you still need to know like the minigame instructions. But I'm saying now that we have played it for hours, we, we understand. We haven't played half of the mini games. We, all right. Well, I'm just saying. If you've played it enough to know what each mini game is, you probably don't need to buy a Japanese copy because you own an American <laughs> copy. Uh, What's the Japanese one sell for? Six dollars. See, that's a little bit more where I would be like, pick it up on a whim. Yeah, yeah. If you have nostalgia for Mario Party and you really remember it well, pick up the Japanese version. <laughs> so what are the other like entries in this franchise are they all above that mark uh so mario party 3 is like twice as much 60 ish yes wow and i think that they go up from there mario party 4 through 6 are on gamecube so those are yeah. more expensive as well but the only one is I... probably a lot i feel like that's no. the one that everybody always says two is, is the... about the same as as one it's a little more i think but really it's about the same yeah I, I think I picked them both up at the same time and they were the same price. About 30 bucks. So. Mario Party 2 is currently trending at $46 on so, price charting. Yeah, a little more. A little more. A little more, but. Oh, well. So I think we got to call this one worthless. I Yeah, I'm and I feel totally fine. It's not, like I said, it's not an indictment on the franchise because the franchise is excellent. Play some Mario Party games, but play a different one than this one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, yeah, you're not missing out. They're, they really just took this formula and optimized it, made more boards, more mini games. Now, Jordan, do you know how this franchise stacks up against like WarioWare? I only have played WarioWare a tiny bit, and those games aren't even mini games. I call those like micro games. Okay. Well, they're then... like, those are, those are like, tilt the water back so the guy <laughs> drinks the water. <laughs> Press one button. <laughs> like WarioWare is fun, but it like you're pressing one button usually. <laughs> what a game! I don't think I've ever played WarioWare. I might have played it a single time. My, in my in-laws had life. it, and we, we played it, and it, it's fun. It's a good time. Maybe we'll have to check out some WarioWare at one point. But it's definitely 
not even mini games. It's I, I think they even call them like <laughs> micro, micro games. games. Yeah. Oh man. Nano games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we have trivia today? Did you do your job, Jordan? So I am gonna send a sticker to the person who sent us the the question about Nintendo faced a loss faced lawsuits and over 100 complaints from parents due to which aspect of Mario Party. You already mentioned it was the joystick spinning causing hand blisters. Um, the other options I was going to try to trick you with was unfiltered online chat in the Japanese version. Okay. I maybe like, you know, sometimes the Japanese version's got like uh, internet. Online play on the N64. Well, they, you know, even like way back with the Nintendo and the, or the Super Nintendo, they had the Satella view. So I thought maybe I could kind of try to trick you with that. Yeah. Or okay. um, fewer mini games than originally advertised, false advertising lawsuits. But. You already knew, so I'll have to look up who sent us this one, and I will send you some stickers in the mail. I need to, man, I need to get some trivia to stump you, but you're, you've been doing more and more research, and it makes it harder to pull out these tidbits that you don't already know about. They're already in your brain. My secret sauce is Wikipedia. <laughs> I know. I think that's everybody else's secret sauce. That's the problem. If you are a trivia master, you need to you need to start sending us in some trivia. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get a head start on that, send us some trivia via DM. Just don't send it to Dan. Send it to our uh, official accounts or my Discord uh, name. Uh, send us a trivia question about Super Mario World because that is our next game. Yeah. Or, well, Jordan, always on the table. We don't really say this usually. But you can send us trivia about anything we've covered. That's true. If you want to go back through the archives, there's like 60-something-ish episodes now. Go and pull out some trivia from a game we've already covered, and Dan's brain will be rusty. He wouldn't have just digested the entire Wikipedia page. (laughs) His mind is like a steel trap, though, so Uh, good luck. Wikipedia, one of my favorite things about being alive in this era. Yeah? Yeah. Just, you I love to, I when love, you grew up did you have the whole shelf full of encyclopedias like encyclopedia britannica volumes one through 30 we might have had some older ones yeah um but i don't remember it being like a, a centerpiece of the house the art encyclopedia collection the thing that i love about wikipedia that you can't do in your old encyclopedia britannicas is like you'll be reading an article about mario party and then there'll be a link there about mm-hmm. something completely different and boom all of a sudden you're reading about the revolutionary war and you're like how did i get here and then you click a link and boom all of a sudden you're learning about microwave popcorn flavors it's like and YouTube. you don't know how it happened but you just keep finding yourself on different parts of the knowledge universe it's like youtube recommendations you start off watching some something that sounds interesting on the youtube front page you start off you're like what are the best super nintendo games and then all of a sudden you're watching something blow up in slow motion. See. And then you're watching a Mr. Beast video about dominoes. <laughs> you can only, the thing, the difference between Wikipedia and YouTube recommendations is on Wikipedia, you just eventually end up somewhere completely random. Yeah. On YouTube, <laughs> after you've gone down that rabbit hole about three clicks, it doesn't matter. You're always only three clicks away from a flat earth conspiracy theory video. <laughs> and so, you know, you, you kind of hit that, you hit that rock bottom pretty quick on YouTube. Whereas on Wikipedia, you can bounce around a lot more before you end up somewhere like that. Yeah, the YouTube algorithm is very interesting. Sometimes you get like the most random stuff. Like, why is this 80-year-old guy giving me life advice right now? Like, literally, why is this being recommended on YouTube um, amongst a bunch of video game videos? Nobody could say. Somebody could say. But I don't know. Enya would say. Who can say? She would say that. (laughs) Uh, Jordan. 
It's not quite March yet. It's while not we're yet. Recording this, you're, so you're gonna have to wait until our next episode to find out who won our could, February bounty. Of you're gonna have to breath hold hold your breath of the wild. Ooh, hold it. <laughs> uh, but Jordan, this is coming out in March, where we're celebrating Super Marchio Brothers. Yes. Yeah, we're playing three Mario. There's three episodes coming out this month because the way that the weeks work. Yeah. And we're going to play three Mario games. You just heard us talk about Mario Party. We're going to play Super Mario World in the next episode. And then in our final episode, we're going to play Mario Golf, which is timely because Nintendo just announced a new Mario Mm -hmm. Golf game. Mario Golf. People like Mario Golf on our Discord. Jordan. A lot of people talk about that game. They do. We're going to have to see if it holds up to everything they're saying about yeah. it because I don't know. I I was thinking, you know. We're going to have to set them straight. Yeah, we'll see. Well, maybe we'll look. <laughs> maybe we'll like it. We never know. Maybe we'll like it. I Yeah, I don't have much history with Mario Golf. I don't think I've ever played it. I can probably count on one hand. I've played Wii Sports Golf. No. No. It's not Mario Golf. Good point. Well, to go along with all of that, for this month's bounty, we're giving away a copy of Mario 3D All-Stars. Yes, we are. So if you didn't jump on the bandwagon and buy it, or if you want an extra one, is this what is this a physical, digital? I have not. So I haven't decided yet. Ooh. I saw dig, I, I saw digital cards the other day yeah. at the store, but I did not check to see if they have physical copies. So probably... See, here's here's the thing, Jordan. I like the idea of sending somebody a physical game. Yeah. But I also like the idea of not making somebody wait forever for me to get around to mailing them something. Yes. Um, we are not the fastest yes. people to get to the mailbox. You will always get your prizes from us, but it yes. may be a surprise because you may have forgotten that you won something. <laughs> yeah, it may, be, it may be a few months before you get your bounty stuff. So I'm torn on whether or not I should do a digital code or a physical copy on this one. Sounds like you're going to get a digital code on this one <laughs> of Super Mario Bros. So you can take your, your physical copy that maybe you bought already and you can put it inside of a glass case and have it as a collector's item. Yeah, although I do need to look at the expiration date on the, the code cards to see if they expire at the end of March. No, they wouldn't do that. They shouldn't. But it's Nintendo. All right, TBA, you're going to win Mario 3D All-Stars in some sort of form. And all you have to do to enter this month is send us your favorite Mario memory. You can send it to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or on a direct message on Discord. You can also send us an email at... Worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to get some bonus entries this month, it's super easy. Just jump in our Discord and chat with us. There's a lot of people. We keep getting new people each week. It's a lot of fun. We're having great conversations in there. If you're like, what's Discord? It's kind of like a chat room. There's a bunch of different channels where you can talk about uh, video game collecting or music or whatever the heck. There's a whole bunch of them in there. Mm-hmm. Come in and chat. Yeah. If you're like, I don't really want to chat with you guys that's fine too we have another option to get a bonus Mm -hmm. entry this month if you are a mario golfer send us your best mario golf score and that will earn you a bonus entry so three ways to get entries this month and you could be our winner getting some sort of version of mario 3d all-stars now to clarify the bonus entry this month okay uh send us your we want you to play a fresh round of mario golf all right ideally I don't want I don't want your old best score that you've ever done. Okay. Um just send us your best first course score on Mario Golf. 
Okay. For a bonus entry. See, I don't know anything about Mario Golf, so I don't have any clue what this means. If you do so on a, a Discord thread on our server, which we're going to create, and you happen to have the best score on Discord, Ooh. we're going to give you some stickers. Ooh, nice. We got some so, brand new stickers. We've yeah. all we've, we've had, if you've gotten stickers from in the past, we've had the Game Boy stickers, we've had the arcade machine stickers, and now we just added some fresh new Super Nintendo stickers mm-hmm. with our logo mm-hmm. on them, and they, they're nice. They're fun. You can win some free ones. And you can get stickers by submitting trivia, too. So lots of ways to win yeah. free stuff from us. We're, we're just all about giving you guys free stuff, making you happy. Yeah. The stuff we all get. Swag. Swag. Is, is Jordan, according to Jordan. Yep. Stuff, swag. Stuff we all get. I think that's get. actually according to Michael Scott. <laughs> I don't remember where that comes from. I, didn't, I did not make that up. It came from somewhere. Now, Jordan, the Super Marchio Brothers celebration is not going to stop there. Oh, okay. More things. More. Th- I'm, I'm surprised. I'm just as surprised as you guys. You're are. not surprised. We talked about this already. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm not surprised. Jordan, I recently challenged our friend Emo Fergie to a little race on Discord. Yeah. And I was dubbing it the Worth It or Worthless Challenger series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Now you remember. Now I remember. Now, Jordan, for our second Worth It or Worthless Challenger series, we are going to have a little event at the end of March. The, the 27th of March, 2021, Yep, <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to have a little Smash Bros tournament. Um, it's going to be our community versus us. It's going to be a doubles tournament of Smash yeah. Bros. Are there any specific rules? There, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a Mario-themed event where it's going to be Mario characters only, Mario items only, Mario stages only. Wow. Yeah. And I think crazy. Yes. So I think it's going to be, uh, we're going to do it in sets, best of five sets against each team. I don't three stock. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll We'll, give you guys all of the details. We'll give you the deets. You don't need to know right now. Just come and play smash bros with us. And if you beat us, well, here, um, well, here's what I was getting to Jordan. Okay. Uh, on our Discord, we'll have the opportunity to vote whether you think worth it or worthless will win more sets, or the community will win oh, more sets. Oh, that's where the sets comes in. And whoever is correct in their prediction for who wins will be entered to win a $20 Switch eShop. Oh, man. Card. You know what's... Oh, man. $20 on the Switch. Just think of all the games you could buy. Yeah. Think of it. They're think just, of all the games you wouldn't want to buy. That's true. And then don't buy those ones and buy <laughs> other ones. Uh, but yes, March 27th, 2021 that is a saturday um start warming up go and yeah. uh, go practice with luigi or yeah. wario and if you just want to watch because waluigi is not allowed to play smash bros for some reason but <laughs> we can just... have fifteen thousand anime right, sword sure. characters <laughs> um and if you do just want to watch that we're doing the twitch thing now a little more often jordan i'm on i'm on That's there true. i'm on there a couple times a week twitch.tv slash worth it or worthless tuesdays and thursdays usually 6 30 eastern yeah, if you're like, man, doing the thing. what should I do with my Tuesday or Thursday night and you don't have anything going on, jump on, hop in the chat, um, make fun of Dan for dying. It's it's fun. I often will just jump in for yeah. a few minutes before dinner and make fun of Dan. And it makes me <laughs> feel better and it makes other people feel better. It makes Dan feel worse. Um, but it'll make, it might make you feel better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, come uh, come hang out with us on Discord. Yeah. There's, there's a lot going on over there. We're trying to trying to make it a fun place for our community. So, yes. 
I think that's everything. That's a lot of announcements. I hope you guys got it all. Maybe you wrote it down. If not, you can always just rewind. See, um, sometimes I feel the need to shovel as many announcements into a show as possible because we've done like less for the last like three months. So I was like, let me see if I can add 15 minutes of show for announcements. Okay. So I was just, I mean, we can keep just, should we keep doing this? Should I, think, should I figure out something else to announce? I think that's enough. Okay. Announce announcings announcing um, do you have anything else before we close out the show with our mario music segment i think that is going to wrap us up for today but come back in two weeks as we take down mario take down World. you gonna finish this one um we'll see i haven't even started it yet <sighs> i'm D- gonna attempt my very best yeah like no one ever did yeah uh, Jordan, today our our uh, somebody we listen to a lot, Hellent, yeah, is ending the show yet again. All right, just he he puts out a lot of music. He does, and a lot of it's good, and a lot of it is on Game Chops, so it's Creative Commons, which is a beautiful thing. It is because we can uh, share it with you guys. Uh, it is a lo-fi cover of Flying Mario from Ooh, Super Mario Galaxy. That is very appropriate for yeah. this month's theme. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy, and uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up. We will see you soon. All right. Bye.